because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. <laughs> it's always hunting They're season. holding hands. Why would they be doing that? Well, I, I don't think they're exchanging fraternity grips. I always like to check both hands. Can you see what they're doing now? He's holding both her hands. <laughs> Grandpa, uh, uh, you, you know something? What? They don't even have any tea on the table. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of Monster Hunters, the only podcast that dares to shun millions and potentially billions of hours of original new streaming content that's just being served up on a daily basis. Uh, We just say no way. And we revisit a nearly 60-year-old sitcom about... Uh, uh, Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I am Derek, and I'm a monster hunter. Joining me, as he always does, to the left is Keith. Hello, hello. This is Keith, and I, too, am a monster hunter. And alongside Keith, well, not alongside, but opposite side of the monster table, it's a giant Frankenstein-headed table. Uh, is the Dr. Dre of Kansas. <laughs> His name is Terry. Terry. Hello, hello. Yep, I'm a muster hunter, and I am actually creating more streaming servers just so I can shun it later. Oh, my God. You're creating new streaming content so you can shun it? That's right, yep. Oh, uh, my God. The more what I can shun, the, the more satisfied I feel. Um, right now I'm working on The Munsters 2. Uh, it's a sequel to the classic Munsters series, but... Oh. Um, don't bother watching that because we're just gonna shun it. So. Oh, and that, wow. that's is that T O O? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about it's about a family um, that lives next, like maybe uh, maybe a few blocks down from the monsters, and they just kind of do their own mm-hmm. thing. So maybe a few blocks down from yeah. the monsters. It's a little ambiguous. I like it to you know. Yeah, I like be... that. We're the but monsters so, too. But somehow what? But somehow oh yeah. But they're but that's just their last name. They just get the wrong mail all the time. It gets yeah. all mixed up and stuff. And for some reason, at, at, at least one of the actual monsters passes through the um, passes through a scene at some point in time. Like they have yeah. some sort of weird interaction, mm. and it stars Beverly Owen at this point. I, yes. I would. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. the, the Beverly- well, not not current, <laughs> brand new. But like, if this would happen back in the day, then that's what it would be awesome. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Sure. The Grand Dark is going to be, you know, it's just a normal family. Every episode is just kind of classic, you know, fun day-to-day life. And then at the very end, you've been waiting for it. Finally, Herman Munster shows up at the end, and he scares them all to death. And they all, all freak to out, death. They, like, mm-hmm. run up trees and fall out with heart attacks or whatnot. You know how it goes. Are they all kooky? But, I mean, normal, but have, like, one kooky niece who lives with them? Nope, nope. That's totally mm. normal. Totally oh. happy family. Mm. Yeah, until, yeah, then Herman, you know, he's maybe like they're having like Thanksgiving dinner or something, and Herman mm-hmm. comes rolling by, and yep, and that's, that ends everything. And then I, I kind of just cut to black, you know, very ambiguous. Will there be more? Will there not? Who cares? Because I'm shunning it. You're shunning it. Yeah. You're by the way, it and shunning. I'm, I'm not shunning this. I love this idea that like 
just once an episode, somebody shows up, but then the final episode is when Herman does show up mm-hmm. and, and everything mm-hmm. goes, or things go wacky whenever like Herman passes by, but they never see him. So they're like, why did that cat just fly that way? Or why did that toupee <laughs> float over to somebody else's head? And they have no clue why, but in the background, we see Herman just walk by and weird things happen. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah, like, yeah. Why is the street light totally destroyed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be a, yeah, yeah. That, that would be interesting. Like, yeah, and then you could like you could watch them side by side mm-hmm. with the original monsters, and like you could like see it from different perspectives. Mm, yeah. Well, Terry, oh. you you may have you may have you may have come up with the one streaming service I won't shun. It's only got yeah, one show, it. but you know <laughs> it's too compelling. Well, all right. yeah, cut it, yeah. cut it. Yeah, Terry, you screwed up. You you made uh, a worthy successor to the monsters. <laughs> And speaking of worthy successors to the monsters, <laughs> let's let's take two minutes uh, and quickly talk about the teaser trailer that Rob oh, Zombie released. Yes, I didn't yes. tell you guys we were going to do this, but since we're there, we might as well do it. Yeah, why not? So this last week, Rob Zombie releases a, a teaser trailer for the monsters, the movie coming out twenty twenty two, and uh, it features a. A modestly faithful recreation of the se- second season's opening. Uh, spoilers minus, for Terry. Yeah, spoilers for Terry. But yeah. but well, there's no Eddie and or Marilyn in the trailer because they Eddie's- have they haven't actually fully released any images of those two yet. No, yeah, and yeah, there's so. a chance they may not even be in the movie. I doubt that. Oh my god. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I think there's a chance they won't be. And then so they do that opening and then they go oh wait they're in color so then they show them in color yep which is a mistake in my opinion and then uh grandpa goes so now what <laughs> and then that's it mm-hmm. yeah what'd yeah. y'all think well i agree with the, the putting them in color at all like you trailer or movie mistake i don't yeah, think they they I should think so. i think it should be all black and white Agreed. Um, Grandpa looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're redoing of him. Uh, Lily, I'm kind of eh, whatever. Uh, I think Herman's eyes look really weird. Like it's it like they paint like you know when he kisses Lily at the beginning mm-hmm. of these episodes and his eyes go goofy. Mm-hmm. That's what they want him to look like all the time. Yeah, I don't know the Herman the Herman makeup looks crazy off to me. Yeah. Like a, it almost looks lopsided. I don't know. Unless he's just doing like, because I think you know we chatted a bit, you know, uh, back and forth on, you know, on, on Messenger and stuff. Like you made think you said it's, it looked like it was very like a rough cut of things. So maybe yeah, they, there's some other uh, CGI type stuff that they could do still and fix with his face. Maybe I don't know. I just think the colors don't look right. Like. It, it doesn't look like it's gone through post. It looks like mm. it's just was filmed on a phone or something. It may have. Maybe been. It was. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Herman, like, it looked fine, I guess, but I just, I was really hammering on this Herman. I don't know. It feels like, to me, it, I, I didn't like the way he, his mannerisms were. Who knows? I guess I didn't realize it was based off the season two intro. So maybe that's how exactly how Herman uh, acts, too. Yeah. Not... They, they try, they try to stick pretty close to how he, like, at least him walking through. And then, like, Lily coming out and, like, looking both ways mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, and Grandpa getting, you know, the shovel the wrong way. Uh, that's pretty 
right? Because I went and looked it up afterwards. It seems pretty spot on with that. But yeah, he does look like something's very off with him. Yeah. It feels like it's like, it, to me, and look, I, this is kind of crossing my mind because I was complaining about this to some friends too. I was like, Herman, it seems like he's an impersonator. He doesn't feel like the real deal. He looks like yeah. he's, he did a good job at first, but then he kind of starts making really like off faces that don't match what I would think he would make. I don't know. I was really diving into it, and then one of my friends was like, "That's a, you're really hard judging this guy for like a two second trailer." And I was like, "You know what? That's fair." <laughs> did, did they also say, "Man, Terry, you know a lot about the monsters." <laughs> I didn't care so much yeah, about the monsters. When when he said that, my mind was like, "Whoa, you know what? Am I a monsters fan? <laughs> I guess I am." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We figured it out we are now all officially monsters fans. We're upset about. <laughs> various things in the trailer for a movie that prior to doing this podcast, we probably had no intention of even yes. thinking no, about Well, it. you know, it's wild. Like as a kid, I would have considered myself a Munsters fan, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I watched the Munsters more than Am's family. But I didn't like religiously follow the Munsters after because there's been so many like remakes and reboots and movies and stuff. I didn't even know and or care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we decided to do this goddamn podcast <laughs> and now it's like it's it's that old letting sleeping dogs lie situation right yep, the yep. things of your youth that you enjoyed you're just gonna spoil them for yourself and uh like there's moments that i like but man yeah i was i had high i had, i don't say i had high hopes for the movie but i thought it, i mean like there's a chance for it to be good right right yeah right i just make a good movie monsters whatever but it seems like they're just all impersonating the monsters, mm-hmm. like Fred Gwynn and Yvonne DiCarlo and Al mm-hmm. Lewis, right? They're just doing yeah. weird impersonations, which I don't know. Is that good or bad? That's what's weird. Yeah, it's because, well, and it'll be, I think it might, it'll be better when like, we actually like, get a full trailer, trailer and like get to see them like talk and stuff. Cause the only person we hear talk even is Grandpa. And I, I like, I feel like he's kind of doing his own thing. Like even he's like in a mustache now. Like he, he looks pretty yeah. different, I think, which is nice, but. Yeah, and and he is like, so now what? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like well, that's not what I expected to sound like. <laughs> but so um, I wonder if Herman, I'm worried that Herman's going to try to do a, a Fred Gwynn impersonation, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it'll be just, I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. He, he'll uh, he'll try and do that laugh. Yeah, and <laughs> and it, yeah, and it won't sound it won't sound right. Or maybe that he does that laugh perfectly, and that's how he got the role. Yeah, could be. Oh, yeah. Regardless of anything of how <laughs> yeah. he looks, he nailed the laugh. He nailed He's like it. the Bill Hader of Munster impersonations. Yeah. He's like, here's my Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> now here is my Herman Munster. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what it was. So yep. we'll have to wait till another trailer comes out. I mean, we only got six months left of this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it coming out this year? Is it? Yeah, that's what it said. Probably Christmas Day. That sounds coming like a thing. Boy, uh, <laughs> if only I could get the monsters under my tree this year. Or Thanksgiving. That sounds like another uh, good one. Uh, I I've ones. heard that it's going to go streaming on Peacock right away too. Well, I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's been determined to be anywhere yet. But we'll find out. Yeah, somebody will tell us. Somebody will let Some, us know. Somebody will tell us. Somebody will write it down in a book. Speaking of books. Mm. Hmm. We'll have to uh, light a candle, oh, go down the dusty, creaky, dark hallway, uh, open damn. the wrought iron gate. Did you put? Did you put up more cobwebs lately? I, I got a my. I fixed my vacuum cleaner to blow out oh, even more perfect. crap. <laughs> um, so I've been blowing out some crap. 
<laughs> Believe it yeah. or not. Uh we brought iron gate, go up to the bookshelf, pull out the dusty tome, blow it, open it up, hand it to Keith. For I am the Munster's altar boy. <laughs> Munster priest for another Munster Hunters uh, Almanac Factoid Tidbit Sheet f- Flyover? Was that Scrip- what you said? Scri- scripture? Scripture. scripture. Psalm <laughs> of the Week. Psalm of the Week. That's Psalm. oh that's must that's much better. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh so I guess today is from uh uh Eddie. <laughs> uh, what the huh? book of the book of Eddie? Oh, book of Eddie. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea yeah. where you're going. No. Today no, like, is yeah. Eddie. <laughs> it's like it's like Herman three sixteen. No, Herman uh, three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Praise uh, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Herman. So, uh, Herman, Herman monster, <laughs> giant monster breaks through doors. <laughs> Marilyn and Lily are up to something. Grandpa is a jerk. Grandpa is a jerk. I think that's how it ends, right? Yes, yeah, yes. That sounds right. <clears throat> Man, where'd the incense come from? Yeah. All right. Uh, so when I am, uh, when I'm not hanging out with you guys. <laughs> uh, I have another show called That Was Great, wasn't it? Oh, you it? can't not. And- Oh. And, and and I watched some old cartoons. So I thought, hey, you know what? I've been researching some other old cartoons, and I stumbled upon a thing called The Mini Monsters. The Mini oh. Monsters? Yes. The Mini okay. Monsters was an animated one-hour telefilm uh, aired as part of ABC's Saturday Superstar movie in 1973. It was based on the characters from the Monsters. Only Al Lewis lent his voice to the special. Was well, it like Al? Muppet Babies? But Monsters? Uh no, I think Monster it's babies. just because it was animated, they called it the mini monsters because oh. um, the plot sounds very much like something we, we might actually run into as far as I'm concerned. But um, some gangsters are asking for directions to the oil refinery. Herman gives them directions. And then we see the company's president bound and gagged in the back of a car. A messenger bat arrives from Transylvania. Tell the monsters inform that that their cousins, Igor and uh, Lucretia are on their way to visit them. Uh, Eddie is not happy about it, wants nothing to do with his cousins at first, thinking they're younger, but they all like playing rock music and they form a band. Herman oh. is annoyed. Oh, the Mini Monsters must be the name of the band. Uh, uh, Herman's annoyed by the music the Mini Monsters play, so they offer to play their music at school. Herman promised to buy Eddie a car. They go, they get him to use hearse. Um, he asks if there's enough uh, in the back of the room for hearse or instruments. Herman stretches out and back and assures them there is. They discover the old hearse is haunted by the funeral director who owned it when he was alive. Grandpa adds an invention that allows the car to run on music when it runs out of gas. The device becomes popular. The gangsters who have taken the oil company uh, president hostage, or they've taken over the gas company at this point. They're infuriated. The gangster boss challenges the monsters to a race in his sports car. The monsters win. The faster that Eddie, Lucretia, and Igor play their music the faster the hearse travels. And they beat the gangster boss uh, in the race at the park in the Grand Prix. The gangsters then manage to capture Spot by tricking the family into leaving their house for an award ceremony, uh, which Herman learns was not real. Gangsters threaten to harm Spot if Grandpa does not destroy his invention. The young monsters find Spot and thwart their 
their antics, they get spot back in the end. Wow. So it still has grandpa making invention. Yeah. It's yeah. got a car. A lot of stuff going on in there. Uh, yeah. And it's a, it's a car that races based on how fast uh, it goes. But the mini monsters, they are the, the band. Yeah. I'm looking wow. at a picture. Of oh, them. and it was created in hopes of developing an animated spinoff of the original monster series, but it was not picked up as a series so, at all. I after don't that. understand why. Yeah. And they put out a shorter half hour version later on in the 80s. Yeah, they tried. It's the same one. They just added it down to half an hour. Yeah, they took out some silly part. They probably just took out the part where they steal spot in the end. Because once they, I would imagine once they won the race, they could just call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Um, so Al Lewis, uh, he was uh, the only person uh, who, who came uh, back aboard to, to do any of this stuff. I, I, I do believe. Al Lewis was Grandpa Munster all the way up into his death. Yeah, yeah, he. It, you could have done whatever. Like he, he tried to run for office as Grandpa mm-hmm. Al Lewis, right? So oh, that's right. Yeah. He, yeah, he he would have done Grandpa for anything, for anybody. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did parties like kids parties and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess. Dead kids um, roll. Yeah. Yeah, so I, just uh, Richard Long played Herman Munster. Uh, Cynthia Adler Big played Long. Lily Lily Munster. Bobby Diamond played Eddie Munster. The wrestler? That's uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Gibson played Mr. Grundy. Hank he must Gibson. Be the, he must be the guy. Uh, he's the um, gasoline, the oil owner. Yeah. Oil company owner. Um, but that is, uh, that's the mini Munsters. And no, I did not mean for that to come across as a uh, as a shameless plug. Uh, it was, I was just looking for a nice segue into it was one hundred percent shameless plug. It was, uh, but it was, also, yes. I really wish it was like Muppet Babies, but Musters, whatever. That would oh, be that would very be fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And the, maybe the baby Frankenstein can come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Monster yeah. babies. Not as good as your as your uh, religious hymn there, Derek. But oh yeah, it's still catchy. S- straight from Catholic mass. Yeah, but that is it. I uh, real short, and quick here today. The mini monsters and uh... oh, here you go. Here's your book. Oh my goodness, the shelf closed. We may yes. all rise from the pews. <laughs> yeah, oh, you may be seated because <laughs> I'm assuming everybody was standing during that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, or at least. On the edge of their seats. Yeah. From now on, we demand our listeners stand every time we do the, <laughs> yeah. the well, factoid of the week. <laughs> All rise as we go three miles out into the international waters. <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought this would be the part where they're on the edge of their seats. No. Like, <laughs> I'll rise so you can see the dolphins out to the right. Star- Hell starboard? Is that starboard? The right side? Mm. It seems like sure. to me, yeah. starboard sounds right. That seems right to me. sounds left. I could be we'll wrong with that. Yep. Star uh, anyway, we're going out three miles deep. Three miles deep. <laughs> wow. Out in much much waters, further than that. The water gets a darker blue out here. Because mm-hmm. Captain Terry is going to take us down uh, to the depths of hell with the skooma. Yep, that's right. Um, 
you know, when I'm not hanging out with you guys, I do a little uh, podcast called <laughs> Run the Real where we talk about, uh, you know, Son movies that are <laughs> directed by people. And this episode was actually directed by someone as well. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, this movie. Oh wow, Oof, I'm getting twisted here. Uh, this episode was directed by Joseph Pevney, Herman's rival, by the way. Is the episode we're talking about? Um, is directed by Joseph Pevney. Um, he's got 93 directing credits on. IMDb. This is a new director, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I it, thought so. He's got credits from 1950 to 1985. Um, he's gonna do yeah, like 10 more episodes of the Monsters after this. But this is his first one. Um, he he did a lot of movies in like. 1950s to the like early 60s like it's crazy how many movies if his movies came out a year like 1957 had four movies of his out that year wow. so wow pretty impressive um he did a bunch of tv of course after that as it seems a lot of these monster directors do it's kind of their thing uh we'll be hearing a lot more about him like i said he's got like 10 more episodes to go but um you know we talked last week about how grandpa likes to run away quite a bit Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that uh, Joseph, he's got an episode of a show called Grandpa Goes to Washington. So, hmm, maybe hmm. that'll happen. So, an episode of the Munsters? No, just of some oh. other random show. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not a sp- spinoff of the Munsters, but it's about a professor who has no political experience, but somehow gets elected to the Senate. And there's only one episode, so oh, okay, must yeah. not have been too great. implausible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the episode was written by Dick Conway and Royland McLean. Again, we heard about these guys last week. Uh, in an episode that we all did not like, I believe, last week was pretty bad. So um, mm. they've got 13 episodes of the Munsters that they wrote together. Um, I've been kind of looking at uh, Dick Conway's work this time. Oh, and I found a show called Undercover Elephant from 1977. He, <laughs> he, he wrote every single episode, all 13 episodes of the show. Is this like... Undercover boss, but <laughs> elephant. Yeah. Um, he's like a. It's about like a elephant. He's like in a trench coat and a fedora. He solves <laughs> mysteries. So it is undercover boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes to zoos and sees how they treat the elephants every every week. But uh, he's got a mouse sidekick named Loud Mouse the Mouse. Um, the elephant's name is actually literally Undercover, so that's interesting. Um, I think it's a Han- Han- uh, Hanna Barbera cartoon. Oh, so. I wonder yeah. if it's. Uh, Do you ever see Secret Squirrel back in the day? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love Secret, Secret Squirrel. Yeah, and what was the Morocco Mole? Name? Morocco Mole. Yeah. yeah. The the elephant made a cameo in Yogi Bear, so. Oh. Fun. Yeah. Well, a little crossover. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'd be a good show for you, Keith, if you're looking for. Oh. I know you've kind of refused. Why well, I do I that. do believe that's another Susan Silo classic. Oh, it, is she in it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. You got a little connection there. Um, but we got a few guest stars for this episode. We got uh, Chet Stratton as Mr. Haggerty, um, Erwin Sharon as Lester, and Lee Berger as Ramon. Um, Chet Stratton, he's got 146 acting credits on IMDb. He goes from 1949 to 1972. He's mostly a one-off TV guy. We'll actually see him again. And a he he gets a recurring role later. It's not the same role he has here, but the next time he shows up, he gets to be the same guy twice. Whoa! Uh, so yeah, that's kind of shocking. Uh, mm-hmm. I would also uh, be remiss if I didn't mention that he also was on the Gale Storm show. Oh, Susanna! <laughs> huh. <that> episode. <laughs> Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he started out doing theater, like a lot of these uh, guest stars seem to do. 
but he's actually more of a radio guy originally. He did a lot of programs before TV was like a really big thing. He voiced Hop Harrigan for like a radio serial. Hmm. Um, and Hop Harrigan's like a DC character, I guess. I've never heard of him, but yeah. he was kind of a fun adventure guy from World War II. So that's pretty cool. Fun adventure guy from World War Two. Yeah, he probably teamed up with them with Herman at one point. But uh, IMDb says that after the acting job started to dry up for him, he ended up driving a furniture delivery truck, and he sold washing machines, and then he even sailed over to Europe in an oil tanker. So he oh did a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've got Erwin Sharon. He's got forty two acting credits on IMDb. They go from nineteen fifty six to two thousand and two. He had a lot of one-off roles as well. He was on the Red Skeleton Hour for eight episodes. He played a bunch of different roles in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also, you know, Bewitched. He was in the Lucy Show. He was also in a movie called The Strongest Man in the World as a really, really small part. But uh, the star was actually Kurt Russell. That movie, so yeah, that's fun. He was the strongest man in the world. He Kurt was, Russell was, yeah. Uh, it was one of his um, back in the day when he did a lot of Disney films, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. The robot wears tennis shoes and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's about a yeah a guy who finds some sort of mysterious potion that gives him super strength and oh, hijinks shit. ensues. Mm. Hijinks. Yeah, we talked about Herbie last week, and this guy was also in a Herbie movie. Herbie rides again. He played a lawyer. Um, but Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> Herbie's uh, he's not fighting counterfeiters in this movie. He is protecting an old woman and her home from a corrupt developer. <laughs> Hmm. Why? Why? When you said old woman, I immediately thought like home. She's getting kicked out of her house. It's very yep. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's such a big trope. The old woman's always getting kicked out of her house. Yeah, and it's up to a sentient Volkswagen bug yep. to save the day. <laughs> Got to take that developer down a notch. <laughs> yep. Um, but we got a uh, Lee Berger. Uh, he has 80 credits on IMDb. They go from 1954, 1980. He was a World War II vet. who uh, was actually in charge of entertainment services for the troops in North Africa. Uh, hmm. I don't know what that means exactly, but he was that. Uh, he played Abraham Lincoln in an episode of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And he was also in a movie called Time Trackers. Uh, it's about an evil scientist who steals a time machine from a good scientist, and so the good scientist's daughter, a cop, and her secret admirer go back in time to stop whatever he's up to. So uh, the moral of the story is the only way to stop a bad guy with a time machine is a good guy with a time machine? That's right, yep. Okay. Time machine, uh, fight time machine with time machine. Mm-hmm. But the, the trailer kind of seemed like it was trying to catch in on to Back to the Future. It's like, you've seen Back to the Future. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> they, Back, they to, back the to the Future in the trailer? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Nice. Um, and at the end of the trailer, uh, it, it told you how much it cost to order the VHS. Anybody got any guesses about how much this movie was? $89.99. Derek wins. He's the closest. It was seventy nine ninety five to get Oof. the VHS for this. That's what they used to be back in the day before. Like, you can only rent them. If you mm. wanted to buy a movie, it was like 100 bucks. Jeez, really? Yeah, that yeah that's what, that was the big threat then. Like, it Make sure you return your movie on time after a while, or you know, if you kept it too long, then they would threaten to you just to make you pay it. for the actual price. Of yeah, it. but that was like the movie theaters. Like, well, if people have VHSs, no one will go to a movie ever again. So they had mm-hmm. to, they made them really expensive. Turns out wasn't true. Yeah, <laughs> people still went. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. 
but yeah, it also it also came with a poster, so I guess that kind of helps things a bit. Oh, that smooths out that eighty dollar price yeah. point. Eighty dollars in the eighties, man. For time tracker, <laughs> yeah. man, that'd be like two hundred and fifty bucks for that movie right now. Mm-hmm. Dear God, yeah, that's that's an investment. That's you would have to open up like a video rental store to, to just like, to cover the cost. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Rent it out that's to like, everyone else. So mom and pop rental stores, they only ever had like one or two copies of a movie, even the big mm-hmm. ones, because they were so expensive. And then yeah. Blockbuster came out. It's like, now I got 90 million copies of Top Gun. It's like, okay. <laughs> and you'll still walk up and down the aisles looking at them, the, but you're not sure what gone. you want. Yeah. 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 That's all I got for the, the skooma this week, so we can slowly rise back to the surface. Too late. I'm bobbing on the surface. <laughs> Man, Can I... somebody else pull the control lever and not just Eric? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I turn away That's what I do. Yeah, I doctor's guess. appointment tomorrow morning. They're going to wonder what's up with me. Yeah, Keith, skooma. why are your eyes exploded? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I resurfaced from a skooma way too fast. Your, your blood seems to be boiling in your veins. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I just went in the skooma yesterday. I was so. very close to hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I rose way too fast. Oh, so that was Ramon that was in this... Uh, in the time travel movie, uh, Lee Berger, yeah, he was yeah. Ramon. Yep, he was Ramon. Nice. All right. Well, when I'm not hanging out with you guys, uh, <laughs> I just sit here and stare at the wall, wait and hang out with you guys. Oh, really? And then mm. uh, you know, I'll fill it in with a uh, watching an episode of the Munsters uh, shortly before I get meet with you guys. And this week. <laughs> I, like you both, watched Season 1, Episode 15, Herman's Rival. This one aired on December 31st, 1964. It is the last Munsters episode to air in 1964. And there was no se- there's no secret hidden uh, yeah. uh, holiday plans anywhere. No, no ah. secret holidays in this one. They're not going to celebrate New Year's Eve or anything? No, no. Now, when I started this episode... I saw the 7.5 on IMDb, and I'm like, man, that is lofty. <laughs> but then at the end, I, like, pulled the yoke, and it shot straight up to, like, a 7.5 on, for me. <laughs> oh. Well, so okay. you pulled the yoke? Yeah, like I was flying a plane. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you know, uh, the yoke, the, the stick, the flying. Sorry, stick. sorry. I was thinking eggs, and I was like, you yeah. hate eggs. What are you well, talking about? I pulled the yoke, and we flew. <laughs> There's more. There's more than one way to skin a bat. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> and see, well, I was hovered in that three range. I don't think I hit seven point five, but I, I, I cleared the mountain uh, that okay. I was going to crash into at my three. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm curious to see what changes your tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know. All right. So this one <laughs> is described as Lily gets a job because she thinks that Herman is bankrupt. Yep. That's pretty yeah. much it. That yeah. is it. And unlike last week, this week we are chuck full of Marilyn because mm-hmm. it, it's like the prime. Here's the Pat Priest introduction. Marilyn is feeding Kitty and the cat is drinking some milk and it's doing it so fast. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, okay. It's like making noises. <laughs> it drinks a whole bowl of milk. And Marilyn's like, oh, you got the appetite of a lion. And then, of course, the cat roars like a lion like it has in every t- other time it's been in the show mm-hmm. then lily yeah. comes running down and she's so by the way worried. can i can i say i was actually bothered by this opening oh. because 
this is the perfect opening to have the new Marilyn because they set it up where you see her from behind, uh-huh. like from from my. It could still be Beverly Owens. She's just talking. You don't really know anything's different. And then they had this like reveal. I was uh-huh. like, man, why don't why wasn't because this comes before the the opener and everything. Why didn't they do this to reveal the new uh, Marilyn as opposed to when she was just like tossed in at the end of last episode? Because somehow it turned out to be Christmas. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, you're really upset about this. I'm sorry. I, I, I just thought it was like, I thought this was a really good way to introduce the new Marilyn. And they well, did that. But was. I was like, man, but you already showed her the week before. So it didn't have quite the impact anymore. Yeah. Well, okay. So, well, at the time though, if you didn't see the original airing, you'd missed it. I'm assuming this. I'm talking about for people who saw the original airing. You'd be like, oh, God okay. dang it. They yeah. showed us. I know. They, we already Those know. People are probably pissed off 50 years ago. <laughs> right into their local. I, I bet you they haven't got over it. Like much like Terry complaining about Herman in yes. the trailer. <laughs> they, there's there's some old men like still like they'll they'll yell at people on Twitter about it. I don't I'm know. I'm going to go do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't know what I'm talking like, about. Like, I, I don't know. I, mean, I thought it was fine. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, I definitely I just, wasn't mad about it. I just thought like they set it up for like this cool reveal, but I'm like, you guys just showed her at the end of the last it still episode. It was like, a cool kind of reveal. A... <sighs> Boy, I was happy that she got her moment finally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was it was a nice introduction where the last one seemed to be like this, like just waste of like, yeah. oh, we let oh, we just figured out who's playing the new Marilyn. Get her in here for the closing mm-hmm. scene of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. The last episode was kind of just a waste in general. And the and the bad like. jokes. Yeah. Sorry, I just, man, I'm you sorry. are really upset. Look, it's okay. Dude, you keep coming up way too fast in the scuba, dude. I gotta tell you, you gotta slow down. It's a, it's gonna be okay. <clears throat> so Marilyn's feeding the cat milk, drinks it way fast, growls like a mm. lion. Great. Audience. Lily comes running down, and she is worried that the monsters are ruined. We're ruined as a family <laughs> because Herman overdrew at the bank. Well, go talk to Herman about it. No, I could never do that. <laughs> it's too embarrassing. So we'll just go down <laughs> silently with the ship as yeah, it yeah. crashes into iceberg <laughs> and goes down to the depths of hell. I don't understand. Uh-huh. Anyway, Lily's really upset and she's like, This has only happened once before when grandpa overdrew at the blood bank. Boom boom. Womp womp. But Herman, he's way too proud to say anything. We're broke, but I don't want to tell you. He doesn't want the family to know they're broke. So Marilyn says, what about grandpa? The man that's always worried about us making a lot of money. He's well off. Yeah. And so I wrote, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he is. Yeah, I guess he's a count, right? Yeah, he is a count, but he's always quick, rich. Maybe that's why he is well off because he's does so many get rich, quick schemes that, a couple of them hit. I assume it's all back in the old country. He's down. He's the down the pre. Uh, anyways, he's got infomercials on at night. He's grandpa. Uh, but Lily's like, well, you know, you know, the old expression, you can't take it with you. Well, he did, <laughs> which I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only trouble mean? was he forgot to bring it back. Oh, my goodness. That means Grandpa apparently crossed the plane into the afterlife with <laughs> his money, yep. was resurrected, but
but then the money didn't come back because we all know well, God how, needs that cash. Well, how do you think he paid to get back across? I mean, well, that's what it is. <laughs> like maybe, maybe the the passageway to the afterlife, uh, everything everything can pass through. Doesn't matter where it is, but only uh, a vampire can cross back over. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like the Terminator. Right, like there's grandpa, there's a bubble in the her- monster's backyard, a bunch of lightning, a naked grandpa on the back. Ew. Ew. Well, he can't come back. He doesn't have any clothes or money. That's right. I, only I, flesh can um, come through the. I guess the, the only gates flesh. Of hell yeah. and heaven. I was yeah. thinking. Uh, I was thinking it was the uh, in Clash of Titans that the ferryman that you got to give him like that coin to cross mm-hmm. over, but you got to give him all the rest of the money to get back across. That's what grandpa yeah, had to do. I guess because everybody knows that the. Guy crossing the river sticks. He needs cash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I enjoyed that line of that he Did didn't you? bring it back. I, was, I thought I actually enjoyed that line. I was like, yeah, all that right. Was a little weird, but it was yeah. yeah. A lot of questions. Like, oh well. I will I say this though. Very succinct, cold open, because then we go right into the banger right there. Yeah. Like we got the whole plot figured out yep. here, or at Didn't least the time. the premise. Mm-hmm. Herman's broke. We don't know why. Banger. New, same new introduction as last week. They didn't correct it to ease Keith's tension. Uh, but, you know, they left it. Herman still comes out first. Um, that's what it is. Music hasn't changed. <laughs> we come back. Grandpa and Herman are in the dungeon, and Grandpa is like, is, his mind is blown. Because mm-hmm. it turns out Herman lent the magical amount of money, $5,000. Yes. To grandpa's son, Lester. This is a revelation. So there's another revelation. Another uh, spawn of grandpa out there. Yeah. Wow. And not one that he built, apparently. He didn't build them, and he doesn't like them. Holy shit. Yes. Grandpa hates hates his son. Yes. (laughs) There's a line later that grandpa really lets Herman know. Calls him like a bum or something, right? He's like, he's a bum. Yeah. So Grandpa passes out when when, yeah. when Herman confirms. He's like, yeah, he faints. Did I hear you wrong? Yeah. So he has Herman mix up a potion, put some blue stuff in there, some orange stuff, some green stuff, some Sunny D, whatever, right? Yep. Pours it all in there, tops it off with the uh, baking soda, which makes it all fizzy, and he drinks it, and then he feels better. He's like, I always feel better after some celery tonic. Uh, is that what that was? That's what he said. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I was like, and it got a laugh. So <laughs> the guy running the 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 laugh board thought it was funny. So I'm like, okay. So Herman's Herman's worried that Lester would lose the money. You think he'll lose the money? It was for an investment. Hit once again. There's a family member with a sure hit investment that needs five thousand dollars. It's like Jesus Christ. We're only fifteen episodes in. Secret. Relative needs yes. five grand for an investment. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. This is crazy. Yeah. Now, this is part where, like, Herman turns. He's like, "Are you telling me that Lester doesn't have good business acumen?" <laughs> oh, Grandpa goes. He's just a loser. Remember? But the, I, I was really thrown off by Herman using those words. Acumen? Also, yeah, yeah, acumen. I'm like, <laughs> why is Herman using big words for him? I don't know. I don't he, know. Well. And shouldn't shouldn't Herman be kind of wary of like family members loaning money? He like, always is. He mm-hmm. is always a skeptic. evil twin. Has he does the same thing happen with that? Yeah. Now he's just like Lily gave him money, right? Or somebody gave yeah. Charlie Herman's brother hmm. money. 
Yeah. By, now. By the way, uh, if you go to um, my website here, if you go there, you can get uh, a bottle of celery tonic syrup for uh, half price right now. I don't know what the fuck celery tonic is. It is. It's the their take on the classic and largely forgotten soda flavor. Popular in the Ugh. New York delicatessens of the 1930s. Celery flavored oh, soda? God. It has a spice of celery seed and ginger, the Christmas of cucumber, green apple, and fresh celery Ugh. that freshens you. I'd that try sounds, it. That sounds weird. Yeah. The celery seems like it would ruin it. I just, mm. I don't know. Yeah. That also sounds like a kind of like a higher end foo foo version of it, but. Doc Brown celery tonic, according to the company, was the first produced in 1868 in Brooklyn, New York. Why was that funny then? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe he's mixing all that stuff and they made a celery tonic, and that's what's funny. He invented it. Is he Doc Brown? Uh, Who knows? I don't know. He is Doc Brown. (laughs) He's Grandpa. You need to. Well, it's possible. What year did you say that Keith came out? Oh, I just closed the screen. 1868. 1868. So that would have been less than 100 years prior to this episode. So, uh, yeah. he so he could have been drinking it the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, yep. Herman's like, you think Lester doesn't have business acumen? Grandpa's like, no, he's a loser. Remember? He promoted the Patriot of the Year for Benedict Arnold. Why would he do that? Oh. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had an advertising slogan. Don't be half safe. Take the Titanic. That, okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so only <laughs> is funny if you know the Titanic sank or if he promoted it. After the Titanic sank, because prior to that, the Titanic was supposed to be like the safest ship known to man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, is that a slogan he was using before the Titanic or after? Because Must that be post Titanic, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. And then this is where Grandpa's like, My son Lester is a bum, he says that <laughs> with spite. That I've yeah. never heard Grandpa so angry, and he gets angry a lot, but in this, he means it when he says, Lester's Yeah, a bum. very upset. So then we see Lily, she's gonna go get a job. Marilyn thinks it's so noble when Uncle Herman is so broke. It's like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Instead of just going to Herman and saying, Mm -hmm. our bank account's empty. What happened? No. Scheme. Plot and scheme. Lily's going to go get another job. And there's an employment agency that she's going out uh, to to meet with because they put an ad in the paper. And then she goes out the front door. And the front door looked weird to me. Hmm. Did it look weird notice. to anybody else? Like the whole hmm. episode was lit so brightly. Oh, huh. like yeah, that's it didn't look like the same front door. I don't know. I just saw there's a lot of wind and all. And she looked very excited about she it. She did do that. Windy, Maybe yeah. it was just we saw more wall than we usually do. Mm-hmm. It's like this doesn't look like the same front door. Anyway, she says, "Don't tell Herman." Great. <laughs> this won't cause any problems later, surely. Yeah, no. What could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we see Mr. Haggerty. He's running an employment agency. Tells the person that's in there, get out. And then in comes Lily. She's next, and he is stunned. He has stunned <laughs> her appearance. He's because she's so grotesque. I she's guess. got black and white hair and some makeup. <laughs> like I don't get it. She yeah. looks like a normal human being. Yeah, I, like I'm kind of happy that like finally somebody besides Herman like they're freaking out about. But at the same time, Lily really doesn't look that scary. No, like, Grandpa, I kind of get. I guess he's just a weird looking man. Yeah. but Lily, she seems like pretty normal. Honestly. Yeah, she's got a bat pendant, a cool dress, black and white hair. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, I did uh, paying closer attention. I could see you know they. I know they did black and white to save money on the budget. They also only had one office 
that they could rearrange for stuff. <laughs> that oh, is yes. the same exact office from the uh, the autumn every Crocus other office episode. scene. Yeah, right. yeah, and, and yeah. It, I'm like including like for that one especially like the file cabinets are still right behind the door and all this like mm-hmm. all they ever had to do was change the sign on the front door to whatever the like, the new thing was going to be. Yep. Maybe that's what happened. Well, yeah. you know, those people probably got arrested or whatnot, and so the new company in there. I like this continuity. There we go. So yep. Lily's signing up for employment. She's like, I need to use my maiden name so my husband doesn't find out. Fine, what's your maiden name? Dracula. <laughs> that's Holy crap. also a shocker. <laughs> yep. And 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 doesn't he say that's a peculiar last name? Oh, back at the old old world homeland or what what did she say the old country old country there's they're all over the woods yeah (laughs) woods are full of dracula yeah weird all right age 137 so that means Uh grandpa's older than 137 so lily was born in in the 18 late 1820s right 1827 Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) grandpa could have definitely invented a celery tonic uh, oh yeah. Uh, also, when she says Draculas are running all over the woods, as in like her relatives, like other people with the last name Dracula, <laughs> not just necessarily vampires, or just maybe I don't know. I, I like to think it's a bunch of Draculas. Yes. Yeah. Like they're just running around. It's, yeah. That brings up the question: Are like every is every Dracula a vampire, or is it like the other way? All vampires are Draculas. I don't know. Oh, that's well, this true. this goes right with your monsters too thing. I want like a family last name Dracula that. They're not vampires. <laughs> They're just normal people. Yeah. yeah. I bet you there was at one time. Someone they live next, they live next to, to Terry's monsters. Yeah, they, that's right. Monsters it's it's like the last the name spin-off. Hitler. I guarantee it just like died out. <laughs> but yeah. We'll yeah. just change our name to something better. <laughs> um, same thing with Dracula. Yep. We'll be Al- Alucard instead. Yeah. So she says 137. He's like, no, no, not your weight, your age. And then she very deadpan says, yes, 137. And Haggerty is shook. He, he doesn't know what to do. It's like, oh, my God. Previous yeah. work. During the war, I was an airplane spotter. Oh my and he's God. like, oh, you sit on the roof with the binoculars? No, in a dungeon with a crystal ball. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. So Herman was is in, in the, the war. war actually fighting and lily that's how come she wasn't upset before and she was upset when he was going to go to that other little like uh stag party or whatever it was with his yeah. his former people because she was there with him before because she was spotting planes spotting planes spying on yeah. him probably too mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> yes and probably. then she said grandpa flew test patterns for us and then he's like he had his own plane why would he need a plane just to fly? And this Haggerty's like, oh no, no more. <laughs> you know, you know, like when uh, people are scrolling through Twitter and they see those robot dogs, and they're like, nope. Uh, oh, he's what? he's like he's he's like he's got like a he pulls out his handkerchief. He's like yeah. wiping his brow immediately when she uh-huh. says like that she, she's 137. Yeah. Like he's really freaking out, and she's just like not even doing crazy stuff, nope. just saying he things out. that not. He's- it's like he's putting up the cross. He's just like spraying holy water at her. It's like, oh no! Uh, but then he gets up. He's like, he doesn't know what to do. Dude walks in, and he goes, "Got a new job, boss." And I'm not gonna say there's a word in there that is a racist term. I'm not gonna say it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's a tea room. It's a, we'll say the Romani tea room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they need someone to read palms. And then, it, and then Haggerty's like faith in humanity restored. Luckily <laughs> that there's a person right here. That's crazy enough that knows how to do stuff. Do you know how to read palms? And he's like, yep, sure do. And like, oh yeah, we get the finder's fee and I get this, uh, kooky 137 year old plane spotter out of my uh, <laughs> office plus, plus the reputation that your company has that man somebody was looking for a, a, a palm mm-hmm. reader and you were able to fulfill that too yeah I no, mean that's, that's just good. that's a lot of street cred right there tons of street cred like mm-hmm. the 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 whole uh, mockingbird uh, what's it called Ling. springs or whatever it will be a buzz from all this <laughs> Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. new the new employment agency could even staff a palm reader. Yep, yep. Wow. Well, that seems like a really that's like the perfect job for Lily. I feel like that mm-hmm. fits pretty well if she had yeah. to have a job. It's like, can you read palms? Doesn't everyone? <laughs> so Whoa. Lily's got a job. Then we cut to Herman leaving for the parlor early because there's a meeting on how to draw up business. No more waiting around for people to fall over. And uh, <laughs> Yep. Uh, so, so it sounds yep. like the funeral parlor is tired of waiting for people to die, so they're gonna go kill people. Like, no, no. I thought they were gonna go sell them. You know, like people buy their plots like well in advance. Oh, that's a little bit better. And right. I'm sure I bet you that was made. Could that have even been like a new thing at that time? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. I just assume they're gonna kill people. Okay, let's stick with that. That sounds better. Lily is trying to be very positive with Herman. One, because she knows Herman's broke, but doesn't know why. Uh, so she's like, every silver cloud has a dark lining. Stops what you'd expect to say, but yeah. that's what they say, because they're the monsters. A hundred percent opposite. Just flip-flopped it around. <laughs> so Lily gets him out the door, and then she rushes to her own job. Marilyn was waiting in the closet for some reason, which feels <laughs> very unnecessary. Yeah. Right, she, we've never seen her room. Maybe that's where she lives. <laughs> she lives. She's, she's Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn <laughs> wonders if she should quit school and get a job. And Layla's like, "No, you'd be surprised at the number of men that will marry a woman for her brains." Gosh. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> and besides, Lily's new job, which has been going great, her boss Ramon. Uh, is is very happy with her work. I'm like, oh, how's Ramon? He looks a bit like Cary Grant. Poor guy. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Marilyn wonders if Uncle Herman will be upset if he knew Lily was working for a man. <laughs> it's like this is a so, weird it's, angle. It's, it must be very sixties, I guess, because right now it's like, all right, working for a man. Yeah. Uh, would he hit the Every ceiling? And Lily says, no, he doesn't do that anymore. Last time he left a hole in rain ruined the rug. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah, that will happen, I guess. Yeah, but everything else is just, it, it, here's the plan. Herman's gone. I'm going to leave. You start the, you start boiling the cauldron. I'll be back before Herman gets back. Perfect plot. That's yep. it. And what could go wrong? Nothing the, can go wrong. By the way. This isn't an awful idea and an awful plot because now it's Lily out there in like the world as opposed yeah. to like every time Herman's out there uh, and because and, she never really seems to leave the home a ton or at least not without Herman and the family. So she's going to do her own thing. 
but you've prefaced already that grandpa has another son mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm supposed to spend the rest of my time wondering what job lily's getting oh it doesn't matter because that the the payoff the payoff for all of this to me is is chef's kiss uh so what are you saying no here's the plan it's very convoluted i'm gonna do all this stuff unnecessarily all you do is say uh honey herman my husband of uh, at least 100 years uh <laughs> why is there no money in the bank account that's mm-hmm. all you gotta do uh but or even just like hey i'm getting a job you know yeah Herman's I think like I'm going to get a job. Give me out of the house. You know? Yeah. Whatever. He's already complained before about how he has to go scare up the rent and would like yeah. some other help. Yeah. This, this show is constantly about money, and it's always $5,000. <laughs> and it's always uh, how to make a million bucks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But That's... Herman, Lily leaves, and Herman comes home from work early because it was awfully mm. quiet at the parlor. Too slow. Can't tell a salesman from the clients. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Lily isn't home, and you know here comes Grandpa, the conniving jackass man. It's yeah. like this guy just cannot help but get in business. He's got nothing better to do. I feel like you know Grandpa. He is a lonely man. Like whenever nobody's around with him, he is. Mm-hmm. He'll notice because Lily's always been. On, you know she gets to hang around the house with him when Herman's gone. So mm-hmm. if she starts disappearing, he's got to know what's going on. He's a nosy. He's got. He's in everybody's business. He needs to know. And by it's, the way, he's like a huge fan favorite, like almost like the most favorite person on the show, really. Like overall, really? when and ev- and as we're watching it now, like several episodes in a row, we're like, "Man, Grandpa's an ass!" Like, yeah. And this <laughs> if things his- aren't going his way, he's like really a jerk to everybody. And the part that kills me is Lily's his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, but he's like, "Oh, Herman, I hate to tell you, Lily's <laughs> stepping out on you. She just goes out every day." Don't know yeah. where, don't know why. Always comes back right before you. And Herman's just like, eh, whatever. Maybe she's out shopping or something. And he doesn't care. He's smiling. Yeah. He's like, good for her. She's getting out and doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa's like, whoa, in her best clothes and best perfume. And he's <laughs> leaning into it like real heavy. Yeah. Why Why isn't he taking Lily's side on? Like, he should, he is really. Why like... doesn't he just talk to Lily? <laughs> hey, daughter. Why I've doesn't he just look at the crystal ball that we've years. seen him do before and oh, he can yes. see where she's going and tell you everything? <laughs> no, nothing. None of these things. And he's got the crystal. He can tune the TV into different rooms of the house. So he should have known what's going on. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Maybe the war surplus parts aren't working great right I now. I digress. He's just, he's got to be the conniver here. Yeah. Uh, he's, and now Herman, he's worried, right? He's like, oh, I don't know. What's, what should I? But Grandpa's got a plan. The checkup on Lily. Herman is reluctant, and then he goes, "What's the plan?" So her <laughs> grandpa starts detailing. So we'll leave for work, and I'll go outside. And then this—I wonder if this is the first instance of it in uh, sitcoms, but it's the plan trails off into a fade to black, so you don't know the whole plan, mm-hmm. but you can kind of guess what's going on. Oh yeah, some detective work's about to ensue. Yeah. Here comes the shenanigans. Lily's leaving for work. She's coming out the front door, walking past the gate, says 1313. She walks by, and there's Grandpa and Herman in the tree. <laughs> this is an amazing <laughs> visual. This is awesome. It was a great visual, but it's like, why? Why are you in the tree? I don't get that. Anyway, they're in the tree. They watch Lily leave. Herman, and then they come, they cut to Lily's walking on the street. Herman's standing next to a mailbox reading the paper. 
Mm-hmm. Lily does not see a seven-foot squared-headed man reading a paper right in front of her. She walks right past. And Herman goes, Grandpa, she just walked by. And Grandpa's in the mailbox. Loved it. Loved all this. And then he goes, I know I saw her. How? You were in the How mailbox. Exactly. I don't know. Did he bring his crystal ball? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Lily goes into the storefront for the golden earrings. Cary Grant comes out and hangs up a sign. I don't know what it says on the sign. Just a piece of paper. Herman and Grandpa come out of a manhole. <laughs> Loving it. Loving yeah. all of this. See, Herman, your wife just went to that tea room. Doesn't that strike you as strange? Grandpa, once again, <laughs> look at your wife. She's yeah. up to something. Herman goes, it does. She's never been a tea drinker. Lies. She has drank tea in, yeah. we're in episode 15, <laughs> at least 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Or is offered in those other episodes. Yes. Would you like some tea? Yeah. Yes, with lemon or cream. Right. And then she pours a big cup of steaming cream and then puts tea mm-hmm. in it. Anyway, Grandpa tells Herman they need to have a talk. So they go back down into the sewer. <laughs> and then the manhole cover bounces around for some reason because they're talking yeah. real loudly. I thought they were just having trouble putting it back the way they found it. Which... No, there's just a commotion. They're down there arguing. Yeah. I, guess. Okay. I thought the same thing at first. But then I was like, well, yeah, when, when Herman gets a little upset and stuff like that, he kind of stops. So it's probably jiggling the, the manhole oh, cover easily. I see. Yeah. That makes more sense, honestly. Yeah. So Ramon tells Lily that as him and his wife, my wife and I are very pleased with how you've been reading palms. And there's a commotion outside. The manhole cover <laughs> draws all their attention. And Lily goes, I hope there isn't something down there getting ready to explode. Which is <laughs> womp womp because Herman's on the brink of explosion. Yep. It's probably just that strange man who lives down there and hangs out with Grandpa. I wouldn't be too worried about All it. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. So now Lily is sitting in an empty booth by a window, and Ramon and his wife come over. And then Mrs. Ramon, don't know what her name is, uh, she's an eyebrow actor. <laughs> and she says, things are a little slow today. I thought maybe if passersby saw you reading my husband's palm, it would strike up some interest. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. I guess, yeah. Why not? So Ramon, he's been 20 years in the tea room business, and he's never had his palm read. <laughs> I like wonder if he reaches out idea? to employment agencies every time he needs a palm reader. I don't know. Like, I didn't realize like tea and palm reading were so interconnected. No, I have no idea. Tea leaves, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I have, That's true. I have no that'd idea. Be re- that'd be reading tea leaves, not palms. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the connection is to a tea room and the mystic arts, but I'm sure there's but something. There is one. There is one. Yeah. yeah. We'll find out someday. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. I'm like, wow. So then we cut. We, we get to the point where we opened up the show. Grandpa's looking through the window. It's like they're holding hands. And then my, I think my favorite little gag in the middle here is then it goes from. Grandpa's standing on Herman's shoulders, and then Herman's standing on Grandpa's shoulders, yep. <laughs> which made me laugh. And then Herman's like, I've seen enough. We need to get out of here. Grandpa's like, good enough for me, and he walks away. <laughs> and then Herman like hangs on to the ledge, but then falls, and then it just, boom, like the earth shakes. Mm-hmm. And Lily and Ramon are like, oh, so maybe something did explode. 
<laughs> Turns out Herman fell straight down and drilled himself about two feet into the concrete. Mm-hmm. Impressive, considering he was standing on the shoulders of Grandpa Alvarez. Yeah. Grandpa is stronger than he looks. If that could if be absolutely, that. yeah. Because it looks so. Let's say Grandpa's, you know, five ten, which might mm-hmm. be generous, right? Mm-hmm. So that means Herman's feet are five feet ten inches off the ground. Gravity is nine meters per second squared. So the force calculated would be the weight of Herman, which is what? Uh, oh, what's the mass of Herman? 300-something pounds to kilograms. So we'll call it like a 170 mm-hmm. times uh, two. Like, there's not enough force to drill him two feet into the ground, but he did it anyway. So, yeah, uh, Herman has it was, that effect on, like, the world around him, I guess. Yeah. You know? So maybe oh, yeah, this is more, another more situation that, yeah. where Herman, Herman warps reality. Yep. Yep. It's like maybe he didn't fall into the ground. Maybe the earth wrapped around him <laughs> as he fell. Yeah. I'm going with that. That makes yeah. sense. So then we cut to Herman writing the letter. And I'm like, oh, my God, Herman's leaving Lily. He's writing like <laughs> a Dear John papers. or something. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Grandpa's like, no time to write a letter to Dear Abby. I'm like, oh, that's what he was doing? Like an advice <laughs> column? <laughs> yeah. There's no time with that tea room Casanova. That's right. And Herman's like, I just want Lily to explain the whole story. But I'm not going to ask her. I'm going to just hope she tells me. Marilyn walks in, and she is shocked that Uncle Herman's here. And Herman, very incredulous. It's still my house, isn't it? (laughs) Like, Jesus. (laughs) He jumps all down Marilyn's throat. Yep. Marilyn tells Herman that Uncle Lester called, or Cousin Lester called, and he's anxious to talk to him. And then Herman, I, I think actually, I take this back. This might be my second, my favorite middle of the episode gag. It's probably about the M O N E Y. Like Marilyn, <laughs> the college student, can't read. Yeah. See, so Herman, not only does he think she's hideous, he thinks she's stupid. Yes. Well. <laughs> Very okay, dumb. Okay, but when she says cousin Lester, it's still her uncle, right? Yeah. Well, but she's, I don't know. but she like, says something and then she goes oh my bad cousin lester yeah i guess it would be yeah i wrote down uncle lester there which might be too close to uncle fester Hmm. oh oh oh, i wonder if they were like poking fun there or something i don't know but yeah that would it it is grandpa's son which would technically be her either father oh or (laughs) uncle i didn't even think about that oh my god that could be um, maybe this the know. mysteries will be revealed, or maybe she's, maybe her father is Lester. Well, hmm. well no, because her mom is Lily's sister. Oh, okay. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, they discussed that in one of the earlier. We covered that one of the earlier episodes. Oh, okay. okay. Lily comes home, and Marilyn comes running up, like she's gonna like intercept Lily, but she's like, "Oh, I was so worried. I wouldn't beat Herman home. I practically ran." Nah. <laughs> And it's very sitcom y. Like, Oopsies. if you're here and I'm there, then what? what, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, dear. And yeah. this is where Herman just goes, should say, Where have you been? I saw you. Like, what's this tea shop? Like, anything, right? Yeah. Instead, she comes up, gives Herman a kiss, and Grandpa goes, Can you spare it? Like, all of her kisses now belong to Ramon. Yeah, Grandpa. Like, Jesus Christ, Grandpa, this is your daughter. I I don't know why. It's just so weird to me that, yeah, he's, like, so, like, 
distrustful of Lily. Like it should be the opposite, you know. I think yeah. he should be like sticking up for her. Or yeah. So Herman kind of skirts around the issue. He says, "I don't want to pry, but what were you up to?" Well, I went downtown shopping. Yeah, that's the ticket. There's all <laughs> kinds of stuff down there to catch a girl's eye at this time of year. <sighs> and then is this doesn't Grandpa Lena was like maybe have some tea while you're out or something? Yeah, like, yeah. He, something like he's that. He's just constantly prodding. Yeah, instead of just saying the situation. No. Mm-hmm. So Grant, or Herman's like, well, anything unusual? Did you do anything different? It's like, no, nothing. I haven't done every day for the past two weeks, which <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Which no Herman's like, well, two weeks have gone by of this under my nose in my own house. Grandpa and Herman, they're kind of pissed, right? Lily and Marilyn go to make dinner. And Herman's like, well, I'm going to have to go to the tea shop to confront that home record face to face. Uh, and then he goes, I need to warn you, Grandpa. It may lead to bloodshed. And Grandpa's <laughs> like, oh, it's no time to be looking at the bright side. Yeah. And then Grandpa <laughs> looks incredibly excited about this. Yes. That. He's like rubbing his hands together like, yes. yes. He like, is he, amped. He, you know, maybe he does. Like, he's like, yeah, Lily would never do that. But he's just wanting to stir up the drama to, like, get some stuff going on. He's been bored lately. He, he wants to what see something. What if he's down. just super hungry and he yeah. wants bloodshed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't want to go out and just actually like hunt down somebody and you know and just give it away if there's some vampire bite marks. But if Herman beats the dude like with an inch of his life, and then Grandpa like it's like, oh, I'll just clean this up. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, because Grandpa's pumped, Herman leaves. Grandpa is like, right, yeah, rubbing his hands together, big grin on his face. Now we get this weird bit. Herman's walking downtown. And he gets to a crosswalk, and I like this. He obeys the don't walk sign mm-hmm. because, you know, he follows the law. He's a good citizen. Yeah. yeah. But he's impatient, right? Like most would be. He sees two cars leave. He's pressing the button to, like, switch it. But nothing happens. So he keeps pressing it, keeps pressing it until the stoplight starts to smoke, makes that weird <laughs> UFO noise, spins around. Yeah. The walk, don't walk, they blink, and then it kind of, like, catches on fire. Yes, I for don't, some reason. Yeah, once again, Herman's bending reality. Yeah, it's all like, this is not like these machines have eyes and can see like who he's like, no, who they're letting cross. And he's just, just pressing the button that everyone presses. There's no way he can press, press that hard? button so hard that it yeah. does that. Yeah, he didn't like bop it on the side or something too hard. Mm. Yeah, he's just being a normal press. That's very strange, but it does explode. So, yeah. and he's like kind of doing that weird like. He's still trying to follow or it's like, walk, don't walk. It's switching back and forth. Yeah, he's, he's out in, out in. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll just go. So he goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love this, like, darker warped reality that we've made. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Herman's like a black hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everything, light bends around he's, him. He's like a weird black hole. Um, he's, he keeps a water gun in the house now because he's done something with a regular gun before. Uh, Grandpa wants Herman to get bloodshed so that he can uh, feast without being noticed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot of dark undertones to the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A, little, a lot of dark layers. Yeah, we're just bubbling up to the surface. Mm-hmm. So now we cut back. Marilyn's on the phone with Cousin Lester. She calls for Lily. Lily says, I wonder what he wants. 
I haven't heard from him since the last time he went bankrupt. <sighs> hmm. Lester's calling to say that Herman loaned him $5,000, and a big deal just came through, so he's got the money to pay him back. He's on the way over right now to pay him back. He's going to do it. Here I come. I'm coming with that money. And then Lily pieces it all together. So that's why our bank account is empty. I'm going to go tell Grandpa. Lily stomps on the trap door. I'm busy. Drop everything. <laughs> Explosion. Smoke. So then we get... The, to me, this is like the weirdest chunk of this whole episode, which is a very weird episode at times. Lily's explaining everything to Grandpa. So that's why that... And I got a job. And then Herman... or. Grandpa and Lily are laughing about the mix-up. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a classic monster mix-up. <laughs> Man, if I was, I thought she'd be mad about this, like being mm-hmm. spied on and stuff. But no, she is thinks. This oh, is I, Grandpa did not tell her that part. No. Oh. <laughs> but they're just no, no, laughing. No, no. They're yucking it up. Like, oh, I can't believe what how wacky we are. It's like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa realizes his face drops that Herman's on the way over there to have it out with Ramon. Lily says, I better phone Ramon and warn him. Ramon answers the phone. He's counting money, and he has like a look on his face like, that's right. Uh, the phone rings. Lily explains that Herman's on his way. He's like, ah, not to worry. I've handled Jilla's husbands before. What does he look like? Tall, good-looking, average, average. typical family. Yep. Great. Yep. We've heard this before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Grandpa wonders if everything is okay. Lily says they better go over there to make sure. They tell Marilyn they have to go out and take care of some stuff. When Lester gets here, send him over to the Golden Earring. (laughs) I'm like, oh, no. My first thought, Herma's going to fuck something up. And then that five grand is going to have to go to to Ramon. Like, he's going to break Ramon's face. And like, oh, (laughs) you need facial reconstruction, the best that 1964 can do. Here's $5,000. Yep, yep, that's yep. what I thought was going to happen. But does it happen? We'll see. You could, you could like, have Marilyn just like, you know, hang out with Lester at the house for a little bit. Like, why does it <laughs> yep. so weird to be like, send him to this place? We'll just, definitely be there. And like the like the, by the time he gets here. Yeah. Don't, don't when Lester gets here, just tell him to hang out for a half hour. We'll be back. No, yeah. send him across <laughs> town to the Golden Earring. Uh, he knows where it's at. Yeah, he must have Google Maps or something. We'll, because... we'll definitely still be there. No one's going to be in jail or we wouldn't have no. left by then. Yeah, we're all just going to be having tea. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yep. So weird, but I like it. So there's this yep. convergence of all the plot lines are happening. Yeah. Right. Herman lent out the money to this mysterious uncle Lester, cousin Lester. Uh, Lily's got a job. Herman and Lily, have been, Herman and Grandpa have been snooping on Lily. Lily's been lying. It's all coming to a head at the Golden Earring with Carrie Grant Ramon. Herman arrives at the tea shop. The door is locked. He knocks. Ramon goes to open it up. He's like, oh, this must be Lily's husband. Sees Herman through the window, through, like, through the blinds, and he gets weak. He's like, oh, I was going to faint. <laughs> He's he not goes, as cocky as he was before. No, but he goes, Chihuahua. <laughs> Which was kind of awesome. I love that moment. Yeah, very and then he puts a close sign in the door. He's like, nope, <laughs> closed. So Herman saw Ramon through the window. Ramon saw Herman. <laughs> and Herman's like, please, sir, I have to talk to you. It's like, I just want to talk. 
Herman grabs the doorknob, breaks it off, and then crushes it in his bare hand. I'm like, wow. And then he busts in. And he goes, now look here. And Ramon sees him and then faints. Mm -hmm. Straight up just sees him and faints. We just happened before. Remember uh, uh, what was uh, the one guy's wife when Herman. Now, Ramon's golf club didn't wilt. Yeah, but yeah, Ramon yeah. did faint. And then mm-hmm. Herman's in the same situation. Ah, what did I do? <laughs> uh, so Herman's flustered and he goes, I must have spoken too harshly, which made me laugh. <laughs> he, spent, he said like two words. He's about to go on a rant. Yeah, then please, please, sir. I need to talk to you. So harsh. <laughs> yeah. And then Herman's like, I got to talk to you. Wake up, wake up, wake up, old boy. He gets down on his, fa- on his hands and knees and it's in, in his face. And then Grandpa and Lily walk in the back, and that's where I have a clip. Uh, say, mister. Uh, uh, look, uh, 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 mister. We're too late. Herman clobbered him. <laughs> mister, uh, I wouldn't have hurt you. But you see, I was a little upset. And you'd be upset, too, if your wife, the loveliest person in the whole world, started falling out of love with you and started chasing after somebody else you see we mister uh, mister you're, you're not even listening herman herman i'm listening and believe me he doesn't mean anything to me i was just working for him reading palms her- so she explains it i was just reading palms no big deal and B. D. Yeah. Sounds pretty intimate to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But Especially does, when she reads both palms. She does a little oh, yeah. palm gesture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just reading palms. You know, palms. So Herman explains it all, you know, like we just heard. And then Lily says, uh, whatever. And then Grandpa explains the Lester subplot. <laughs> uh, and so he's like, but Ramon wakes up, sees them all, and faints again. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But there's the moment here where Lily, where Herman goes, Lily, and she goes, oh, Herman, baby yeah. doll, pussycat. Like, they're going back and forth. They've reconciled. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Ramon wakes up. He faints. And then, <laughs> then, the greatest moment in Munster's history through episode 15 <laughs> occurs. I like the aspect. Lester appears. He goes, What's up, sister? <laughs> Something like that. Yes. He's got the craziest voice now, I've ever heard. Here's the thing Lester's a wolf man. Yes. Full wolf man. Full blown wolf man. man. Wolf head, wolf hands. He's wearing a suit. He's yes. dressed to the nines. Yeah. But he's a wolf. And he comes in, what's up, sister? Yeah. Or sister, dear, I'm here. That's what he says. And it's a family reunion. It's like, <laughs> oh, Lester, oh, Lily, hey, Herman. And even grandpa's like, hey, Lester, dad. And they're like, even grandpa is able to like, okay, that's cool. Well, Lester's excited to see him, even if grandpa like yeah. was bashing him grandpa, earlier. Grandpa, a bit reluctant. Yeah. But he's like, okay. Then Grandpa gets around too. By the way, there's a giant lady that we saw in one other episode. Like uh, I don't know, the, but the, explains the, Eddie. 
It yeah. must skip a generation or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Then Ramon wakes up again, <laughs> and they're all staring at him. And, but they're positioned in the most hilarious way. I absolutely loved it. They're just lined up, and they're leaning in really hard. They're like, oh, there he is, Ramon. And now we have Lily, who Ramon was not upset about. Perfectly, no. perfectly fine palm reader. Yeah, Grandpa, yeah. we probably wouldn't be too upset about. Perfectly fine weird old man. A Frankenstein's <laughs> monster and a wolf man. Yeah. And Ramon faints again. And I loved it. I that absolutely loved this funny. moment. This was the perfect of all the episodes. This is the perfect all everything comes to a head in a in a very funny moment. <laughs> that Lester reveal was shocking. I was like, yes, Wait, it was. I genuinely like laughed fledged out And he's in the suits. Yes. He just yes. pulled off a business deal. So, <laughs> so does he look like this all the time? Like, I think just, so. I, oh. That's He's amazing. a constant wolf. I love the idea of a, a wolf. Well, it is. It is like late at night, though. I mean, the, they just closed up the restaurant and everything. So maybe that's be. just maybe he was fine earlier in the day when he wrapped could up the big business deal. Day. I don't know. I do like the idea of just it's a wolf man out on the town. Yes, I get you want your whole Lester spinoff now, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like a teen wolf situation. That's what I want. I want Lester like, you know, surfing on cars and you know, just living his life as a wolf and like also, loving him. That'd be great. He apparently lives relatively close by because he was Lester. able to get exactly like he calls up. He's like, it's not like, hey, I'm I finished. I'm a fly in. Hey, I finished my deal. I'm gonna bring the money. And he knows where the tea room is at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a local. This is he like, knows. this this time people have had to see this guy walking around. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> they had to have. He's out <laughs> making investments, starting businesses. Mm-hmm. He's gone bankrupt several times. The banks he's, know who he is. He's, he's making Munster. slogans. He's yeah, nominating people for Patriot of the Year. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. gets, he's he's taking part in the community. Yeah, and for me, this ranks up there with the robot Frankenstein. It's like <laughs> on par with that. It, except I did not see this coming no. at all. No, <laughs> no. The robot was like, I know what's going to happen next, and it was still great. This shock, shock and awe. Also, like, there's no joke at the end, right? He passes out, and that's the end. Well, Which, no, yeah. there's, there's, they still come back from. Them. Yeah, it would have been a still... good joke if they, like, I had passed out, and then yeah. that would have been the end. But of course, what? we do get one. Last I'll tell you scene. what: if the last visual of this episode was the. F- four of them standing there in that way they were standing, mm-hmm. which is by far one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it would have been perfect. Yep, but that would have been a perfect ending. I will say this. They come back and Lily is reading Herman's palm. This line says, you'll live a long, prosperous life with the woman you love. And Herman is like, he's getting all horny. That's why I wrote mm-hmm. here. H-O-R-N-A-Y. <laughs> He goes, don't stop now. And Lily goes, what, with the fortune telling? He goes, no, with the hand holding. Credits! It was the most victorious ending of the Munsters ever. (laughs) It really was. They didn't have 95 jokes. They didn't like, maybe it's this joke, maybe it's this joke. But they still pushed it one too far. What was the other joke? No, just the Ramon passing out after seeing oh, the four well, of them together. To cut, they still had a minute 30 that they had to fill, yeah, right? Yeah, so they yeah. came back for that. But to me, this is 
the last mm. three minutes of this episode is the best this show has ever been. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Well, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's. They are hitting solid. their stride, Derek. They're going to yep. hit their stride. This has got to be it. If you could take the the elements of Tin Can Man <laughs> and add in this Lester stuff, that would yeah. be the perfect Munsters episode. What do you guys make, think? Like, well, I also, by the way, around. here's also the thing, though. Like, so they they show you Lester. Now, how much Lester are we going to see in the future? Probably none. That's probably oh, it for don't Lester. say that. Oh, I, I need more Lester. Yeah, I need more. But I they there might be a part where they go too far and there's too much Lester. So I hope it's not. I hope they like he doesn't just start showing up all the third time. Season that been when they brought in Lester full time. I bet. By the way, from my childhood, do not remember a Lester at all. No, no. That's what I'm saying it's probably yeah. a one time thing. But what'd you guys think of this episode? Uh, what was it called? Herman's <laughs> Rival. Yeah. Weird uh, title, I will say. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I thought um, everything from uh, the uh, Pat Priest kind of like reveal thing at the beginning. I don't know. Uh, Herman saying business acumen was, <laughs> made, made me laugh because I'm like, that doesn't sound like a word he would say. Uh, and then the whole hijinks of Grandpa and Herman, like, sitting in the tree and then the mailbox thing like hiding behind the like a newspaper even if he's staying there holding a newspaper you would notice it's herman munster <laughs> yeah oh, for sure 100%. And especially his wife would notice who walked by mm-hmm. and then popping up out of the manhole thing and just like the two of their heads both like right there just was killing me the whole time and then yes the great reveal at the end of lester is just is awesome mm-hmm. yeah i liked it yeah, this was pretty solid, I thought, too. It was like, yeah, I'm so happy when this Wolfman just pops in. Because I don't know what I was expecting from Lester. I kind of almost assumed he wasn't going to even show up. He was just going to be like a phone voice or something. Mm-hmm. But when Lester actually appears in full Wolfman get-up, it's amazing. Um, I, There's some stuff here and there that I didn't really like. I didn't like the whole... I thought, I don't know, I thought Lily might be a little more mad about the spying thing. But she seemed to laugh it off, so I guess good for her. But... I would agree. The ending of this episode is gold. I loved when Herman was also yelling at Ramon to wake up and listen to him while he's mm-hmm. like just pouring his heart out. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, man. I'm trying to tell you how I love my wife because I won't tell her. I right. gotta tell you. So wake <laughs> yeah. up, dude. So, I, say, I'm. This is good. The first 18 minutes of this episode to me, trash. I was very upset. <laughs> it's just like for all those reasons. I'm like, just this. I get that you have to have a plot. But it's almost the same plot as like every other damn episode of this show. Yeah. Right? It's all this convoluted nonsense that doesn't need to exist. Just go like, hey, what's up with the bank account? Like, whatever. Like, I don't get it. And it's and there's all the same stuff. It's just like it, it, there's, you know, somebody sneaking out. All of a sudden, it's just all the same. And then. <laughs> sister dear i'm here <laughs> oh lester the lester might be you know if you follow a sports team and like you're expecting to be good and then they have a game where they beat somebody they shouldn't beat and then mm-hmm. you're like well there it is that's the turning point for the season <laughs> that's what i'm hoping this is for the monsters this is lester coming in 
and hitting a pinch hit grand slam to win the game has mm, got yeah. to be the turning point for this monster's season. <laughs> they, they, they pulled off the big trade of Beverly Owens for Pat Priest, and then they called Lester up from the They uh, called from Lester the up from the minors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a scrappy young go-getter. He's, mm-hmm. an old, he's an old rookie. He's like 28, career minor leaguer, comes up, full Wolfman garb, <laughs> and yep. hits a home run to win the game. Yep. Holy Tons shit! Charisma, hell yeah! Steals the show as soon as he shows up. Oh man! Yeah, because you know, I'm. I mean, I know like we've talked about like that, like a lot of these like you know tropes and stuff. They these are new things back in when mm-hmm. a lot of these monsters, but especially because like you're going with like this kooky family type thing, you would think like man, we could really go crazy on plots with this. Yeah. Because nobody else is doing this. Well, except maybe the Adams family is doing some kooky stuff as well, and they're on, you know, one week earlier than us. Also, how how far out do you think they record? Like, do they record episodes? Because I'm wondering, yeah. like, do they at some point in time do they go and they're like, all right, let's go see what the Adams family's been doing, mm-hmm. and let's make sure that we're not doing the same exact things they are. Let's throw in some wrinkles and stuff like that to. Uh, you know, maybe kind of cover off on some of that stuff. I'm, I'm just curious how much they looked at the comp. That would be their only competition, I think, at, at this point. But they can come up with whatever they want. They can, they can literally do anything. Yeah. Yet yeah. they always choose to do money problems, weird invention, mistaken identity. Uh, it's all. Oh, and then now this is the second surprise relative. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That has an investment opportunity. Mm-hmm. God damn! Yes, they're all inventors and investment opportunities. Yep. And it's Grandpa also five thousand dollars. Always. Also, there's the... been other times where Lily is really worried about Herman. Like, like, oh, he's he's gonna go to that that party, and I know how those parties are. He's you know worried about ladies there, and she's mentioned things like that before. This episode, at least, they went with a big switcheroo of man, Lily's out on the town now. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's been there's been two episodes where Grandpa leaves the house. There's been multiple episodes where. Lily is afraid of Herman stepping out on her. They're spinning a wheel, but somehow the wheel keeps coming up with either invention, Grandpa Lee's infidelity. Yeah, <laughs> just, they got like ten things, but it's oddly coming up with the same. Like every time they spin, it's, oh Jesus, this one again! All right, maybe the, the '60s were just such a simpler time and only had mm-hmm. like three problems that they knew of. Yeah, I imagine yeah. of anything else. Five thousand yeah, dollars. People needed money. Inventions. Their grandpas were leaving the house. Yep. And infidelity, <laughs> the three big things the three people big worried about. Yeah. 1964. Mm-hmm. Oh. Grandpa keeps <sighs> leaving the house. What well, what broke the babysitter? I, I'm assuming we're all going to be pretty much in unison on this one. I, it's Lester. <laughs> no. Lester. Seeing, seeing Lester in that suit at the end. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, she, she'd only seen Lester as just in wolf form. She never saw him all dressed up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. He is. He's looking like a stylish wolf man at this point. Yeah, he is. He is oh, a stylish maybe. wolf man. Oh, like also makes me wonder. Like when he called and was like, "Hey, I got the money for you." Maybe it wasn't like fully nighttime yet, and so he was just walking over. And by the time he got there, he was in full like wolf man mode. Could have been. Yeah. yeah. But maybe. I also like the idea that he's wolf man hundred percent of the time. Be great. I, I like that too. I do too. Also, maybe. we know what now. We know like why they kind of have to keep. Eddie locked away because it's probably what happens to him every night. He must. 
Oh, maybe Eddie will turn into 100% wolf. Oh, I time. hope so. Yeah. There's just have like a like fun puberty, like or something puberty like episode. Yeah. Where he's like, oh. your body's changing, Eddie. And he's like, <laughs> into <this>. Lester's <laughs> got to come back for that episode then. Yes. Yeah. The after school oh. special one where Lester yeah. explains to Eddie about the changes of his body during, probably during puberty. His hair in places where he never had hair before. Yeah. yeah. The of my all over my body. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there worried because my, my wife, my kids are, they're going to be 11 and nine next month. And my wife already has them starting to wear deodorant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but I don't have to worry about them breaking out in full fur everywhere. Yeah. Not yet. At yeah. least mm-hmm. give them a few years. Yeah. I think I think Keith, you might be honest with me. I think she sees Lester, but it doesn't like break her mentally. It breaks her heart. She thinks he's so handsome and amazing. Oh, he's so friendly, and I think they yeah. might even you know have a little fling or something. Oh boy! Especially after hearing Herman's like really like you know touching, like yeah. you know thing to a passed out Ramon earlier. <laughs> so romantic. Yeah. yeah, she's already in the mood for love, and then realizes, oh god damn it, I can't get with Lester because I still have my husband. I think. I like that though. I think the babysitter was trying to drive home and she got to the <laughs> intersection and the street light was going insane. She's like, she's like, stop, go, stop, go. It's like red, green, red, green. She's like, what's going on here? What do I do? Like, oh, I have to clear my head. I'm going to go get some tea. So she pulls over, walks in right after Lester comes in. <laughs> so she sees the whole family reunion and she didn't know about Lester before. Mm-hmm. So Lester. This is all new. And so her mind is blown. She's like, I just had the craziest traffic light incident. And they're like, hey, babysitter. I can't remember what her name is. And so it, the original shot was Ramon wakes up and there's the five of them there. <laughs> the, the babysitter right in the middle. Um, but they're like, well, they're not going to remember who the babysitter is. So this is the one time in Munster's history where they did a second take. Um, and they cut the babysitter out, and that's what breaks her. Is she got and, cut out? Yeah, you're gonna what? You're gonna do a second take, you motherfuckers? Wait, what do you mean? Is it you're, you're gonna you want me to like get off a frame? What? Is, oh, it's just it's just in case, just to you know get another version. Yeah, just in case, I am you know. I'm the only one who was never bothered by these people, and this is what you're gonna do to me. Yeah, God, damn. I'm like you're I'm like one of the out. family at this point. Yeah. You're gonna cut me out? It's like oh no, don't worry. All your other scenes will be in the the, the earlier episodes too. We're just this one. We're just gonna you know. We don't want you. And then yeah. Yeah, she's been, been methodically cut out of every single episode. <laughs> yes, she has. <laughs> just always been right off camera. Uh, yeah. Just, they're always just telling her, oh, no, no. We just want an alternate take this time with uh, without you. Just to, just to see how the vibe, you know, there's maybe one too many person. Oh, she's like, oh fine. I get it. Yeah. They won't cut at all. And then yeah. Munster's season one <laughs> comes out. And <laughs> she's all excited. She's like, I'm in from day one. Yep, yep. No nope. main character. Yeah, the yeah. recurring character. You should see the crazy stuff they had me do on these episodes. <laughs> All right. So that was season one, episode 15, Herman's Rival. Even though it's not really about the rivalry, it's more about Herman being broken, Lily's deception. It's such a weird, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they could have saved that for something a lot better. Herman's Rival yeah. being some sort of other, like, person that like a neighbor the across the street that's also yeah. a frankenstein's monster oh yeah yeah charlie herman's herman's there. rival could have been uh, a better name for knockwood here comes charlie yes yeah. yes but what i like this idea though that some but that another family moves in across the street and they have a frankenstein's monster dad <laughs> so him and herman they're they're naturally rivals 
Yeah, I would love that. Would be a good. I would love like what are the odds? Like they like yeah. look outside. It's like Herman, are you seeing this? They all look out. You know, there's like some Frankenstein monster. <laughs> it's like it's not Fred Gwynn doing dual roles. It's just like another guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Keith. Yeah. Since you already plugged at the beginning of the episode, do you have anything else to plug? <laughs> I segued at the beginning of the episode, so now I can easily plug the pop-up film cast. Uh, go ahead and check that out, folks. We are uh, getting deeper into our summer tour. Uh, it's been a fun whirlwind roller coaster ride so far. And uh, yeah, it just, it, I'm, I'm, it's very enjoyable right now, so make sure you go ahead and check that out. And then if you're also bored, just that was great, wasn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Two groans. One for it's very enjoyable right now. And <laughs> another one for the that was great, wasn't it? That you already plugged once. All right, Terry. Um, you haven't plugged anything, so what do you got? For oh, us? No. He did. He did. <laughs> well, when I'm not hanging out with you guys, I do another show called Run the Real. I, keep, where I, I know. I'm just <laughs> I I like I like hearing you get upset about stuff that's uh, yeah, You're so the... angry about the the Pat Priest reveal not being <laughs> as good as it should have been in the first episode. It's uh, that skooma. It's look, we understand the skooma. It went up too. We, we all it get went up little, too fast. Yeah, we get. He got so angry. But yeah, I run the real. You already heard me talk about it. You can find it. We do movie reviews. Blah blah blah. It's it's fun. Sometimes you have other themes, right? Oh, we do yeah, themes. Things, yeah, yeah, we're doing. Uh, oh, what are we doing now? Um, hmm. You're doing oh, directors there for a while, right? We were doing directors. Uh, we were doing. I think we're about to move on to another director. Actually, we're doing uh, Akira Kurosawa movies. So oh, Japanese Seven Samurai. Movies. That's only one I can think of at the top of my head. Yep, we covered that one. I think that's the second one we do. Um, but yeah, it, that one's been fun because that's like wow. Uh, he's a he's a big deal. So I, I haven't seen is. that many of his stuff. So it'll be good. It was fun. Awesome, Eric. What are you up to? Well, I'm gonna as soon as we end this call, I'm going back to staring at the wall. Until we meet again. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it for sure. I don't got anything going on. Nothing of any note, at least. Uh, Yeah, here's what it is. Okay, cool. We're running long. Uh, So now let's see. We have 15 episodes, 15 different dismounts. Oh, yep. Yep. Let's see if if we can do it this time. Uh, imagination, nope. ingenuity. Yeah, it's all wrong. Uh, ingenuity, uh, imagination. Yeah, it does it's not the same. <laughs> Intelligence, <laughs> they just do not work. Neither Damn, it's always mo- it's always months. It's, it's always it's always months. It's always it's always <laughs> the monster hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. 
Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullin. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.